Welcome to the Health Made Simple Community Podcast. Today's conversation is all about the scale. I'm going to be diving into why we need to use other forms of measurements to measure our health and our success, and why the scale has been something that's been promoted to us anyway, and why that's something we utilize. But there's definitely tons of other ways as to how we can determine success of health and things like that. So make sure you listen to today's podcast, because guess what, women? The scale, honestly, if you could, I would just throw it in the garbage. Anyway, uh, like I said, my name is Casey Curo. I have over 15 years experience in the health, wellness, and uh, personal training field, and I'm excited to bring to you today's podcast. Let's dive on in. All right, we are diving into everything about the scale and why it's something that we utilize as a form of measurement. And of course, like I said, there are so many other ways to measure your success of health besides the scale. And I feel like this is a pretty important topic because guess what? The scale is only a small fraction of the information. There's a lot more information that is um, happening inside our bodies besides the number that pops up on that little digital screen that you're looking at. And unfortunately, you know, when we go to the doctor, you get weighed every time. So of course, if the scale is going to be something that you're paying attention to, to the, you know, the marketing world that's being told to women is, Hey, let's lose weight. You need to get smaller. The smaller you are, the better, you know, whatever health you are in, etc. When those are things, once again, that's just been told to us for years and it's basically ingrained into women's bodies. I mean, I hear all of the time and women have conflicting feelings about it because the women that I am currently working with, um, they do want to get stronger. They do want to build muscle yet they get nervous of the scale. So there's like a twofold, not twofold, but there's two parts to that. They're just, um, I feel like they go back and forth. Um, understandably mentally wise because in the outside world we're being told one thing to get smaller, but really inside we don't want our, personalities, not personalities, why I say that, we don't want our self-worth to be determined by the number on the scale. And I know most women don't. It's just something that we've been told. So we have to retrain our minds and our brains to start thinking in a different way. This is the part that I think is really important is like I said, not, not that the scale is like this terrible tool, but we have put too much emphasis on the scale. I think that's the best way to put it. There's way too much emphasis around the number on the scale that guess what? There's so many other things going on, um, that can determine if you're doing well when, if you're working on health journey and things like that. So, and don't get me wrong. Yes, there is a moment, you know, there are times that I do have clients utilize the scale and this depends on the individual. Um, I do have individuals, one that weigh themselves every day. Be mindful if you're one that does that because it becomes kind of addicted. Sometimes pay attention. Like, does it make or break your day? Do you feel good? Do you feel bad getting off the scale? Be very mindful of that. Of course, if it's a negative out- outlook, if you're like, determining your day based on the scale, I would probably get off it because it's probably hurting you more. If you're someone that hops on the scale, I'm like, oh, okay, I just kind of want to get an idea. Am I maintaining? Like, I understand that as well. And then there's also women on the other side that are afraid of the scale and they never get onto the scale. They um, think it's, you know, it's almost like your bank account. You're afraid to look in your bank account. It's the exact same thing as I don't want to see that number. If I don't know it, you know, better left on, you know, better left unseen. Once again, that's not necessarily the worst mentality, but we got to start checking into other health factors if we don't want to utilize the scale. And so for clients that work with me, not everybody utilizes scale. I don't always share information about weight loss because I want women to start feeling healthy habit changes versus let's drop the number on the scale all the time because that's not always the goal. And so first kind of let's dive into like factors that can cause the scale to go up. I feel like this is really important because like I said, when you get on that scale and maybe the number goes up, you know, if you're someone that hops on there and you're like, oh crap, what did I do? Like blah, blah, blah. 
I'm going to walk you through some of the things. So first of all, if you're someone that has been consistently strength training and utilizing this as your main form of exercise, guess what? You might have more muscle on your body. And guess what? Muscle does weigh more, is weighs more for the quantity than fat. And so you might be building muscle onto your body. And so this is one of the biggest reasons why I veer my clients away from the scale as success because the uh, muscle building, when you're starting to build muscle and utilizing strength training as your exercise, most likely you're building, you're building muscle and the scale might be going up because of that because you're building muscle and you're actually putting some mass onto your body. Yes, don't be afraid of that. That is one thing that's a positive thing because the more muscle, remember, the more you can be, continue to build muscle onto your body, your body's going to actually have a faster metabolism and then you will also continuously, it will help you lead towards the fat loss if that's something that is your goal. So if you've been um, properly strength training minimum three times a week, this could be one of the reasons why the scale could be going up. Another one is poor sleep quality. This is a big one. If you slept bad the night before, guess what? This is stress onto your body. I talk a lot about different things about there's different stresses onto, onto the body, but poor sleep can cause your body to go up. And almost it's like it's retaining water. Like the cells are inflamed because they're just stressed because you're tired. So yes, the scale does go up after a poor quality of sleep, unfortunately. But like I said, this is not fat. This is just your body's way of responding to the poor sleep. So this is why sleep is another important factor when it comes to just overall health. Um, another factor is hormones. Yes. Depending on what, where you're at in your cycle, this can fluctuate and this can determine the scale. Um, this goes with not just general like sex hormones. This also goes into like the cortisol levels that are happening into your body. Hormones play a significant role. Um, if you feel like you might have any potential hormone imbalance, um, I never claim to say I'm a hormone expert by any means, but I would always suggest women to get their hormones checked just to get an idea of what's going on. Not saying that everybody has hormone issues. Some people think they do and they really don't and then vice versa. Some people think they don't, but they really do. Uh, but this can uh, play a role. But if you don't feel like there's any cause for concern, you know, maybe it's just where you're at in your cycle that will be affecting um, the scale to potentially move up. Another big one is say you had like you went all out for dinner the night before you ate out, you had some drinks, whatever. So obviously, most likely when you eat out, um, your sodium intake is usually higher because it always is when we eat out. This will cause your weight to also go up as well, because guess what? Now you're retaining water because you have so much salt into your system. And so the scale on the, the scale will literally go up. And once again, none of this is fat related. All these reasons I'm going to be talking to you through have nothing to do with you are gaining fat or getting bigger. It's just water weight that's fluctuating within your body based on what signals that you were providing it. Um, your water intake. Did you drink? Maybe you drink a lot of water the day before. So yes, if you drink a lot of water, this can cause your, um, um, your weight to go up as well because you have more water within the body. Um, like, and then the vice versa, say you didn't drink enough water. Maybe you're dehydrated. We can go to, um, sides of that. Once again, whether it's a stressor or not, it can fluctuate the weight on the scale. Another big one is stress. Like how stressed are you? Are you mentally stressed? Is this a stressful time at work, stressful time at home? Just personally, something's going on that's really stressful in your life. Once again, hormone or scale goes up. Stress, those are the cortisol levels that are increasing. Once again, not fat increase. It is just general water retention. Another one that people don't necessarily think of um, is that you had a really hard workout the day before. This can cause this as well. Your hard workout is causing some stress to your body. And um, 
once again, retaining water. And so this, this causes the scale to go up because yes, hard workouts also equal stress. Um, and the last one is how much alcohol consumption. Did you have a little, a lot, you know, what does your alcohol intake look like the night before this will affect the scale, you know, how much the scale goes up. So look at all of these reasons. So you got to kind of go through this checklist. Say you are somebody that's weighing yourself. Like, am I strength training? Did I sleep bad? You know, where am I at my cycle? What did my food intake look like the night before, et cetera. Like kind of go through this checklist to see if these are the reasons why the scale may or may not be going up. And this is why our body constantly is fluctuating because yes, we don't always eat exactly the same day. Sometimes our workouts are less stressful than other workouts. Like once again, every day is not going to be the exact same scenario, right? So we're going to have different things happening on happening in throughout our days. And so we need to be very mindful um, that there are outside um, influences that can affect what the scale is doing besides literally the number on the scale. Um, side note, I don't even own a scale. I don't like it. I feel like it would honestly, for me, I feel like I would get on it too much and become almost an obsessive thing for me. I'm not going to lie. Not that I'm necessarily lurking. I'm not working towards any type of personal like weight loss goals, but I feel like I would want to always stay around the same number. And so I become almost like mentally to me, it'd be more mentally stressful than not. So I'm just gonna be very honest. This is why I've, I've never owned a scale ever, 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 ever. Um, just because of those reasons. So be very mindful of those things. Okay. So besides like how the scale can go up and things like that, let's talk about things you need to start paying attention to. So besides the scale, how can you determine if you are making progress into your health journey? I'm going to walk you through a handful of different ways. So the first one is say there's an activity that you used to do, like maybe something was achy, your knees ache or anything like that. Maybe it's hiking, running, biking, whatever those things are. Um, and you have been working on a certain strength training program and now all of a sudden things don't hurt anymore. Or maybe your heart rate has dropped doing that same activity. That's another big win. The, this is a measurement of success. What you are doing outside of that activity is contributing to helping that activity that you enjoy. So remember those things like, no, it is not something we can tangibly put a number down, but you're like, wow, like that hike was 10 times easier today. Or wow, my heart rate's actually a lot lower than it used to be when I go on this hike. Those are measurements of success. Be mindful of those things. Celebrate those things. Be very positive with that. The next thing I talked about is less pain. Is there less pain in your body? Like Majority of women that come to me, there's a lot of knee pain. And guess what helps knee pain? Excuse me, is strength training. It's helping the joints and the muscles around the knee. We're helping support the knee, giving the knee a more positive um, or much more uh, structure. It's going to structurally help the knee better. And so, yes, if you're doing activities with less pain, with more ease, it's, you know, et cetera, this is a win. Another huge one, I feel like this one's a little bit more. I guess, tangible, but not in a number is how do your clothes fit? You know, I talk to my clients all the time about this. I'm like, put on a pair of pants that you used to wear that you didn't, that didn't feel good. Put them on today. How do they feel? Cause this is huge. Your clothes, I feel like tell such a story more so than the scale, because even though like the one thing that's nice is even though like the scale may go up, your clothes still may fit quote unquote looser than what they did a month or two ago if you started changing your healthy habits. So pay attention to those things. You know, jeans are a great one. Um, how do your arms look? How are they feeling? How do your legs feel? Like all the, the feeling I feel like is so important to feel those things um, as you continue your health journey to determine a, a measurement of success. This one I know is a little, the next one is how you feel. I know it's not as like, 
exciting, I guess, of or very obviously it's definitely not very tangible. But I would say going into like with how you feeling is like energy levels. That's the thing I would go into is how are your energy levels? Are they maintaining? Do they dip? Like, do you have more energy? Um, another thing I think goes into there is sleep because energy and sleep, all that kind of combine. Um, are you getting better sleep as well? Um, better sleep obviously contributes to better energy and just general changing of health habits. Like all of those are intertwined. So if you're changing your health habits, most likely your energy levels should increase along with your sleep habits should improve. So you should be getting better, deeper sleep, getting into the REM sleep that is recommended. Um, those are big ones as well. Um, getting stronger in the gym. I feel like sometimes we forget about this one because once again, if you are strength training and using this as your form of exercise, if you are strength training and getting, sorry, if you, of course, if you're strength training, but if you are able to continuously move up in weights, this is a huge sign. <laughs> like, if you have plateaued, there's something going on. Maybe it's something like, you know, this is a whole nother topic, but you might need to change your program. Maybe you're not eating enough. Maybe you're not sleeping well. Maybe you're too stressed, etc. But if everything else is in check and you're continuously being able to move up on weights, this is a huge win and something that you need to be mindful of. So um, this one's actually my personal favorite is if I'm getting stronger, I love this. Um, once again, I just love to me the the feeling of getting stronger kind of beats everything. Um, another great one, you know, this is a little bit more tangible is um, measurements. So measure your inches. So I'll do this with clients. Like I said, I do more measurements than I do actually scale number just based on because majority of the clients are strength training. And so this really doesn't give an accurate reading when we go into the scale. Um, if you want, I should say like for measurements uh, for women, I do left and right arm. I'll just walk you through it. Your waist. So your waist is like your true, like where you bend, kind of that bending um, where you bend literally at the waist, so side to side. And then lastly is um, honestly around your butt. Not lastly, second to last is around your butt and then your thighs. Those are the only spots you really need to measure. I highly recommend have somebody else do it for you because it's much harder to do. Um, but it just kind of comes with practice. I literally use a tape measure that is in my sewing kit. And that's what I utilize for um, measurements. And then the last but not least is before and after pictures. Another tangible thing. Women have a tendency to be very afraid of pictures, first of all. And this one, I feel like is like of all, like if you want something that's more tangible, that's similar to a scale that takes seconds to get information, pictures, pictures tell a thousand words. You probably heard that and you can say that in anything. So t don't be afraid of those pictures. Like utilize it before picture. And when we talk about pictures, I tell women, like you do not have to be in your sports bra and underwear for the photo. Like just wear clothes that you normally will wear. You will notice a difference between your before and after. And so if you can dig up a before picture before you started your health journey to where you're at today, just take a picture Maybe throw on that same outfit, whatever it is. There's another good way. And then you could do a side by side. Trust me, like there's so much more information that goes into these photos than, um, than the scale. So yes, those are the other forms of measurements of success that you should start checking into. You do not have to do all of them. You could pick a couple of them. I like my clients. I, I walk these through all of these with my clients when I do check-ins. Like, how is the activity? Do you have less pain? What is your energy? I go through all of this list because the, that information is more important than the number when they log it, their scale number onto the, the app that we utilize. So be very mindful. Like I said, as you can tell, the scale is a very small uh, portion of the story and there's a lot more that goes into it. So anyway, that is my... Uh, discussion about the scale. And honestly, you do not need the scale. There's so many other ways to do it. But if you want to utilize the scale, there is 
proper ways to do use it. Just make sure that, like I said, check in with your mind. Is it something that you feel like is good for you or not so good for you? Be very mindful with the scale. I'm not saying it's like the worst thing in the world, but be very mindful when utilizing the scale, but do not use it as the only measurement of, hey, I'm on a health journey, but the scale doesn't move. Like there's other things going on and there's other, it's a whole story. It's, it's a storytelling, um, that goes into it. So anyway, Thank you for joining me today. Um, I hope this was really helpful. As always, make sure you can check me out. I like post mainly on Instagram. So Casey Kiro is my Instagram. Casey.Kiro, sorry, is my Instagram handle. Um, get tons of additional information on there. Um, of course, you can check out my website, CaseyKiro.com. Um, I am on Facebook, but honestly, my Facebook, I don't do it a whole lot on there. But make sure to check me out on Instagram or my um website. And the last but not least, if you could share this, this would be fantastic. All the, any type of shares, likes, um, comments, reviews, all that stuff helps my podcast continue to grow. And like I said, I want to help continue to help you and start learning more about your health and understanding that even though you're women strength training and all of these, you know, food, there's so many things that we can make health truly simple again. And that's my goal is to get the information off as simple as possible. So anyway, have a fantastic day.